What's good? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the only sports podcast that has brains and bars. It is, it's a black and white thing. I am your host. No, let me start over. It's a black and white thing with A1 and A Ward. I am your host, <laughs> A1. Um, you can check out every episode of It's a Black and White Thing by going to the podcast app of your choice. Um, searching for brains and bars. Please, if you go to uh Apple, please like share subscribe rate give us five stars the more you do that the more people get to see the broadcast the more you know people get introduced to us um you can check out most uh every uh oh sorry you can check out most other episodes of the podcast by going to youtube searching for brains and bars um please like yo listen if you jump into one of these lives please retweet please like please share the broadcast we appreciate all of that if you're with us tonight um, but if you go to YouTube, search Brains and Bars to find most other episodes of the podcast. Um, like, comment. We want to hear from you guys. So comment um, and subscribe there. Um, you can also follow us by going to um, our IG, Twitter, Facebook, all Brains and Bars. And as you can see, I am not doing this show by myself. I got my homie, my ace ride with me. The good the good fella, A-Ward. Hold on, hold on. Wait, yeah, wait. Did I get... The let, let, let me give the proper introduction. Oh, okay, okay, my bad. The, the best, the best crucible judge in the <laughs> yes. world. In the world, a world, a world. What's going on with you, man? Hey, man, top two and not two when it comes to crucible judging, man. Shout out to Emerson Kennedy, man. You got to take that second place spot. So, uh, but no, it's good to be here, man. Thank you again. Uh, it's always good to, to link up. Uh, I found out that one of our good friends doesn't like the word link. So let us know if you hate the word link. Um, maybe maybe we should use the word connect. Maybe that means that there's like a more of a percentage of a chance that it happens than link. But uh, but yeah, no, it's good to link up. It's good to uh, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, as you can see, I got my Let's Talk Battle Rap hat on because there's a lot of battle rap to talk about. Um, shout out to and, Frank, uh, Yes, yes. Shout out to France. Shout out to my guys out there. Um, but no, it's been a it's been a good week. I started uh, working out, so um, uh, mm. I'm a little sore, uh, uh, <laughs> you know. And so, uh, so hopefully tomorrow it doesn't hurt me. And I plan on trying to go golf on Saturday, so I'm hoping it's not one of those where it waits 48 hours and then I wake up and can't even hold a golf club. But hey, it is what it is, man. Thanks, thanks again, man. So. Yep, 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 yep. So also remember, you can go check where where can we find you? Oh yeah. Iamaward.com. Boom. That's where you go. Website. Hit that. Uh, log in. Put your email in. Um, and then go to the website. Scroll down and you'll see all my social media hyperlinks. So just follow me everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. So that's what's up. That's what's up. All right. So also in his absence, I want to shout out the good homie Loso. Most definitely. Um, who is traveling, um, you know, had it was a good. We'll talk about him in a little bit, obviously, but it was a really good weekend for him. Um, it was, you know, so we'll we'll get into that shortly. Um, but if you're new to the show, welcome. We're glad we're glad to have you. Uh, for those who are regulars of the show, welcome back once again. As you know, we start off each week um, of the show with what I learned for this week, and um, you know, I learned a lot of things. But I'm gonna keep it short and sweet because, like you said, we got a lot of battle rap to get into. What I learned this week is the game is to be sold, not to be told. All right. So what do I mean by that? The game is to be sold, not to be told. So a VP of Nike recently had to step down from her job because Bloomberg did a story on resale culture, um, shoe shoe culture. And a young man was featured in that cult in that article 
um, who was, I think it's West Coast, not West Coast Customs, because that shout out to Exhibit. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he had a shoe company that uh, was doing, that was thriving in the resale market. Um, you know, he was making $200,000 worth of purchases in the month. He had a warehouse. Um, he was going all around, you know, the, the um, Portland or Beaverton, wherever Nike's located, going around the Oregon area, buying shoes at discount. Come to find out that the young man, his mother works for Nike. The credit card is in her name. The phone is in her name. And listen, man, like I've always said, if you're going to engage in shady things, the first thing you need to do is you need to go pull up Notorious B.I.G. Shout out to Notorious. He just the anniversary of his death just passed, I believe, uh, mm -hmm. March 9th. Mm -hmm. um, and you need to go listen to 10 Crack Commandments. Because Ten Crack Commandments has a lot of keys for life. You know what I'm saying? And my man, and my man, he broke a lot of those commandments, right? Right. So let, let me pull up the lyrics because I don't know about heart. I don't know about heart. Number two, never let them know your next move. Don't you know bad boys move in silence? Listen. In silence. Silence. Listen, Lil Wayne, let me throw another lit lyric out there. Lil Wayne said, real G's move in silence. Like lasagna. So he, so as, as far as I understand the story, he was not, um, he was not a part of this story. He sought the author out because he wanted to flex. He wanted to flex. So, that let, let that takes me to rule number three. Never trust nobody. Not a soul. You cannot you cannot be out here trying to flex when everything is in your mama name. Like you, you first of all, you're not even self-made, bro. You not self-made. You didn't pull yourself up by by the straps of your Air Force Ones. Yo, what did uh what did big what did uh uh big timer say? Got everything <laughs> in my mama. <laughs> Bro, you know what I'm saying? Like you did not pull yourself up by the straps of your forces, bro. Your mom is fronting up, like she's the yeah. she's the connect. You know what I'm saying? You using her credit card. I'm pretty sure the you, you probably still living at her crib, car in her name, everything in her name. Two hundred k a month. Did you mention that yet? Two hundred k, bro, bro. You you fumbled a half a quarter of a million dollar bag, my boy, all because Yo. you wanted to flex. If y'all don't know, we in our friend circle, we got a hashtag called bread like, right? Hashtag bread like. I wish I had bread like. I wish I had bread like my son could put 200K on my credit card every month. And I just did not know for a while. I had no clue. <laughs> but one day I'm going to have bread like that. Continue. Man. What's the next one? What's the next one that he broke? Number, number four. I know you heard this before. Never get high on your own on supply. Your own supply. <laughs> so I'm going to bend the rules a little bit on this one. I'm going to bend the rules a little bit on this one because the supply was his ego. Again, mm. the game is to be sold, not to be told. Nobody told you to get out here and start talking about the game like this. If you want to put somebody on, if you want, and that goes for his mom too. His mom fumbled it too. Listen, if you're going to get your son a credit card, get him a credit card in his own name. Get the phone for my my God! Get the phone in your own name, like bro. And I think there's one other one, one other rule he broke in his ten crack commandments. It's rule number seven: keep your family and your business completely separate. Mm. 
Like I'm telling, I'm telling y'all, man, if you go engage in some shady business or even some stuff that just look bad, Bigs 10 crack commandment. Shout out to Easy the Block Captain. There's a lesson in every bar. There's, <laughs> a, lesson. there's, there's a lesson in there's a I'm telling you, there's a lesson in every bar. So that's what I learned this week. The game is to be sold and not to be told, man. So Hey, young man, hopefully y'all can bounce back. You know how mad I would be if I lost my job because my son was an idiot. Like, <laughs> like, like bro. But, anyway. yo, but before we before we jumped on here live, we were talking about yo, your computer that got messed up because your son wrote on it and tried to clean it with water. Right. Um, you know, like if that's the extent of your idiot son issues, you know, then you're good because hopefully you don't have a son that grows up. <laughs> It gets you fired from your company because he's putting two hundred thousand dollars a month on your credit card. And listen, yeah, and my son is six or seven. He's six, yeah. so he's seven. So again, we're way yeah. on the scale. Way on the scale. Yeah. You know, he made a mistake. He tried to fix his mistake, and uh, right. you know, the son tried to fix his mistake by saying, "Hey, uh, sir, could you not uh, put that information?" Like, what do you? What you mean? No, nah, I'm still on the bombshell now, brother. You talking about this is? I'm getting a promotion off you, my boy. I no, appreciate it. But yo, man, y'all let us know what y'all learned this week. Hit us up Facebook, YouTube, um, IG, Twitter. Let us know what you learned this week. All right, a where we turn it over to you. What are you looking forward to? I wish I had one of those audio boards. That's what I need to invest in next. I just want the I just want the clip of uh of twerk saying madness. Madness, because that's what I'm looking forward to, man. It's March, bro. It's March. Yes, sir. <laughs> like right now, you know, college basketball is going on right now. We got our conference tournaments. There's been some crazy finishes. Villanova lost today. Uh, Virginia almost lost. You know, just some. Just mm -hmm. this is the time of the year that we love to watch basketball. This is the only time I think I ever use PTO on not going out of town. Like every year, it's like, oh yeah, March seventeenth and eighteenth, or March. You know what I mean? That's what I'm looking forward to this week. You know, obviously Duke's gone. Kentucky's not going to be in the tournament. UNC's looked good lately. Let's not jinx it, but they're coming yeah. along pretty good. Hey. Yeah, so it's one of them scary teams you don't want to catch. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm actually looking forward to it because I I really believe Gonzaga is going to win a national championship and finish the first undefeated season. So I think that'll be super exciting. Hopefully people don't put like an asterisk. I hope they don't like, you know, if there's a if there's a, a COVID issue and you just automatically advance. I hope that that doesn't happen to Gonzaga. You know what I mean? I don't want anybody putting an asterisk. I want them to win every game in a row unless they play Tennessee. So. Hmm. Yeah, man, I, I finally, you know, I watched Gonzaga for the first time um, when they played uh, St. Mary's. And I just. I mean, it reminds me of the Carolina teams, especially that last one that won, which is it's a veteran team. Um, they they have really good depth. They push the pace so hard, bro. So like, hard. They really push the pace. And it's it. I thought I thought BYU was gonna get them out of there. I thought BYU was gonna get them out of there. And <laughs> they shot seventy two percent in the first half. I mean, and they should have. And they and they went on that run to close the game. Jalen Suggs was a beast. Corey Kispert who's probably going to be the national player of the year, beats down the stretch. So shout out to them, man. It'll be interesting to see if Mark Few's team can finally pull it off. And I guess real quick, that's the other thing I learned this week too, is that like I posted in the group is I feel like we're seeing a paradigm shift in college basketball. Like I feel like, you know, you look at the top 10 players in America right now, Chet Holmgren is the crystal ball has him going to Gonzaga. 
Like, and I feel I feel like they might have had another top. I think uh, Zach, uh, was Zach Collins? I think he's in Portland now. Yeah. Um, he was yeah. like he was a McDonald's All American, maybe a top ten, mm-hmm. top twenty player. But Gonzaga's been the number one player in the land. You know what I'm saying? Like Duke has a couple of guys, but Duke has been so mediocre the last couple of years. Like they need these top ten recruits. I think Auburn, Alabama have top ten players. Like, like you don't Tennessee see. You got number thirteen. We got Kennedy uh, Kennedy Chandler. He's thirteen. Yeah. So you don't see like KU. You're not looking at UCLA. You're not looking at Kentucky, right? Like you're looking at kind of like a whole new world. And we might be seeing this new landscape where you Kentucky's not a top ten team every year. UNC. UNC is young. I mean, UNC signed seven guys last year. Six of them uh, were slated to get heavy minutes. One got hurt. So, But five freshmen are playing heavy minutes for this team. And so if they all come back, like next year and maybe that their junior years, like we could be looking at another one of those North Carolina teams that's going to contend for a title. But, yeah, man, that's something to watch for is just to see what are we with, like Baylor. Like nobody – like. We have so there back when we recorded at Trent's, we had a segment where we talked about nobody believes in Baylor, like nope. Baylor's not winning no national chip, and I still don't. I still <laughs> don't. <laughs> not did you see them play K State today? They won by four after they I, beat them I was in and out. I was in and out because I was working, and so I kind of had it. I had it on mute, but yeah. So yeah, I mean, I don't know if you can trust Baylor. Is like is what Georgia is to college football. Mm, that's a it, good. It, that's it really, you know what I mean. It, it just is. That's just what it is. You know what I mean? And so let me ask you this, though. Do you think the pandemic this year has anything to do? Do you think teams or kids are like, you know what? I'm probably not going to get to play in front of the camera crazies. It's probably going to be a different kind of, you know, feel on campus, you know, come October or, you know, when we start. And I might as well just go ahead and, you know, go over to Gonzaga or go over. You know what I mean? Like maybe maybe that's what the one and done guys are thinking. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, because like I can understand. I know Carolina was went heavy after Chet Holmgren, but I think he's looking at their big man rotation. They have a sophomore and two freshmen, right? And if all three of them come back, he's not going to really get heavy minutes um, mm-hmm. if he goes there. But again, we we're, we're not talking about Duke. Like Chet Holmgren could go to could go to Duke. He could go to KU. He go to Kentucky. Like. These are schools that could use his services. And for him to go to Gonzaga, like that's that's huge, bro. And if they're going to if Gonzaga already recruits well, Mark yeah. is a really good coach. And if he's going to start getting top 10 kids, at least one or two every year to go with the talent that he has uh, coming bes- alongside him every year. Bro, they're going to be. A, I mean, we might see Gonzaga kind of go on that duke like run of winning two and three years or two and or three and five or something like that so like i said it's it's interesting to see if we're going to see like this paradigm shift in college sports who knows basketball is the one is the one you know sport where a one, one guy changes everything you know yep. Um, yep. i think yep. you see it with Jalen suggs i think you you know you'll see it with uh obviously you've seen it with kate cunningham um i mean you know all it takes is one guy so um, I think maybe recruits are realizing that, like, you know, they can go somewhere and they can compete for uh, a national title just based off of them being there, you know? So, yep. All right. That's what's up. That's what's up. Y'all let us know what y'all think, man, about college basketball. Hit us up on uh, IG, Twitter, and Facebook by searching Brains and Bars and let us know what y'all think about this college basketball se- season. Um, also, be on the lookout. I think we're going to set up a bracket challenge. 
Yes. Right? We're going to set up a bracket challenge and maybe we might have some prizes for first, second, and third place. So be on the lookout for that. Um, we'll try to get that set up this weekend and put out on our Twitter and uh, Facebook fam. I know I'll be neglecting y'all. I apologize. I'm a Twitter guy, but I'll make sure it gets posted to both Twitter and Facebook and IG. So be on the lookout for that. Um, also, so real quick, I want to play a quick game. You got your phone on you? Yeah. All right. And y'all who are at home, you too can, can participate this, participate on this. I want to clip this up and post this on our social media and we can play this game. So I saw this on Twitter and it talked about like Google your birth, Google NBA players born on your birthday and see what three man squad you could come up with by Googling your NBA players born on your birthday and you get a three man team. So I already got mine queued up. Right. So while you do that search, I'm going to show you the three players that will be on my three man team. I'm going to have Kevin Love. So my birthday is September 7th, by the way. So if you know if y'all want to bless your boy coming up this year, September 7th, keep that date in mind, Virgo season. What's up? Anyway, three players for my three-on-three team. Kevin Love, Donovan Mitchell, Um, and if I had to come with a third one, I think I'm going to go with Joe Harris, who plays for Brooklyn right now. Would you have like the most popular birthday in the world or something? Like, <laughs> I mean, shot. Hey, I mean, and kind of honorable mention, Earl the Goat Manigo, also born on my birthday. Oh man, get out of here! You got you know, you got an all star squad. There's literally, I'm looking. There's not a single player born on my birthday, December third, in the last 25 years. Wow! So everybody is the the the, the earliest ones are 1985. So wow. I don't even. So let's see. Let's see. I'm looking at it. NBA and ABA players born on December 3rd. We got. I've heard this name before, Lindsey Hunter. Now that's 1970. I don't know if that's a. Yeah, Lindsey Hunter was a guard for. A, he was a yeah, guard. It looked, like, it looked like he got busy because he he got, his stats on here is kind of crazy. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah, Lindsey Hunter was a like he was like a nice little backup point guard. Play he had a nice little uh, run in the league. I remember him playing for the Pistons for sure. Yeah, so I'm going to I'm just going to go off of like how long I guess they stayed in the league because I can see like how, how many years they played. Um, Let's see. Uh, Jack McMahon. No, no. I ain't, I'm not using him. He's from 1928. Forget that. Uh, Marcus Williams. He played from 85 to 90. Yeah, I was thinking of Marcus Williams that played for UConn. Yeah, and then I got, let's see, uh, I got Jim Brewer and Mike Bantam. Yeah, These bro. are two guys that played from the 50s and 60s. That They played 800 games. So, you know, I mean, at least they were in the, they were in the league nine years. But, yeah, my squad is uh, – my squad doesn't shoot threes. Guess why? Because there's no three-point line on my squad. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't exist. <laughs> so, I'm getting yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm getting, getting smoked. Yeah, so yo, hit us up, man. Google your Google NBA players born on your birthday. See what three man squad you can come up with. The only reason I did it is because I had a nice little squad. Like my squad is is gonna be pretty good. You know what I mean? Hey, listen, look, listen. Shout out to y'all in the comments, man. I'm post as you can see, I'm posting the comments. When you jump on, regardless of the platform, make sure you share, hit the like button. We appreciate all of y'all. Shout out to the homie Lowe's who's not participating in any bracket challenges this year. Hey, yo, man. Let's link. Let's link, Lowe's. Let's link, bro. Oh, so that's the list. He's the less link guy. <laughs> shout out to my guy up. You know, you know up, don't you? Ryan Upton. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Shout out to my homie up in the building, man. 
Yep, 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 absolutely. All right, so let's jump into uh, some other topics here. So Dak Prescott Woo. got his new deal. Was it four years, $164 million, I believe? He got he got basketball money. Like, yeah. he got back $75 million in, bro, $66 million just That's to find his name on the, on the dotted line. $75 million in year one. Like, can you imagine, like, can you imagine just waking up one day, picking up your phone, checking your bank account, and you see pending, whatever, whatever the tax, whatever federal taxes take out, let's just say he wakes up one day and you looking at $45 million, just chilling, just like, hey, what up? You good? I'm good. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Who would be your first phone call? I mean, obviously your wife, you know, you tell her you're like screaming or whatever, you know, you know, you're going crazy. Man, who would be my first phone call after I if I got 45 million in my probably Dre and then probably you. Like y'all probably the first two people I'm calling. Yeah. <laughs> oh dog, I'm dead serious, bro. All right, it would it would be it would be my dad first. Just you know, I like got if I had to, you know, I would I would hit my dad first and I'd just be like, yo, yo, you at work? Bet. What what you got in your hand? Like a wrench or something. Throw that shit all the way across because you ain't never working again. However you want to walk out of this job, do it right now. I do not care. That's exactly what I tell him to do. So shout out to my dad who's just in the comments here. He would be the uh, third phone call I would make. You know, he would that would be the third phone. Like, bro, like, well, no, no, let me let me stop lying. It after after wife and mother, let me take the family out of the equation because it's gonna okay, be yeah. all family first. So it's gonna be yeah. all family first. So yeah, it, it would be you. It'll be Dre, you, then I'm hitting the group chat. Oh, yeah. Can't find it out until two years, years later. Can't yeah. not find it out for a couple years. So <laughs> <laughs> then after that, I'm probably just gonna turn my phone off. You're probably not gonna hear from me for about a week. <laughs> You're gonna say, hey, it's A1, I got a new number. <laughs> Yo, Bro, that's what I'm that's hey, what when I pop back up, it's gonna be new phone. <laughs> new phone. Who this is what's gonna happen the next time you hear from me. Because that that's phone is gonna be. Have you seen that meme from Entourage where Ari throws the phone at the wall? Like, that's going to be my yeah. old phone after I send that text. I'm going to chuck it at the wall and break it. And the next time you hear from me, new phone, who this? That Prescott, man. But, but like I said, he got basketball money. Mahomes got that baseball, baseball money. You heard yeah, yeah, 12 years, 12 years. Absolutely. Ooh. Absolutely. So your, your, your thoughts on Dak, what this means for the Cowboys going forward. In terms of signing this huge contract, and now they've gotten their their franchise quarterback at least for the next four years, they're signed up. How does this affect the Cowboys going forward? I mean, good for that. I'm 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 glad. I'm glad, I'm glad to see him get paid. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think he put them in like a a tough spot or anything like that. I don't think the Cowboys necessarily are like a in contention type team right now. I mean, they can be when he comes back. I mean, I think that that division is easily winnable, but I think pretty much this year is going to be. Uh, difficult for all teams as far as the salary cap, but we'll get back to normal. So, you know, good for him. I'm, I'm glad he got that contract. I'm glad they worked it out. I didn't want to see him go anywhere else. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily fault him at all. I saw a stat yesterday that said like, um, I mean, he's still like 13th when it comes to like quarterbacks who take up a certain percentage of their team's salary cap, mm. even with that contract, you know? And so, um, so I think that I think that, you know, uh, he deserved the money. Um, hopefully he can, you know, show that he that he deserved it. Um, 
But I just hate to see situations like Deshaun Watson wanting to get out of Houston. I wouldn't like to see Dak. You know, I like to see Dak in, in Dallas. So, yeah, yeah, I think this is a good thing for them. Like, I think that, like, I guess my thing is, is who are they going to get? Like, who? Like, if you say, okay, we franchise Dak again for another year. Let's just say they make the playoffs and they make it to the division round, right? And under under the franchise tag, they're not going to franchise him a third time because. At that point, it does become detrimental, seriously detrimental to, yeah. to the salary cap. Who are you going to sign? Like, you guys lucked up into getting him in the first place. Like, you drafted that. You said it. It was brains and bars. Andrew Luck comes out of retirement and joins <laughs> the Cowboys. They lucked up. That's, yo, how crazy would that be, though? That would be mad crazy. Mad crazy. And Jim is like, nah, bro. I'm not letting. Nah, 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 nah. Not unless they the Cowboys to might be one of the only teams that can put together an offensive line to bring Andrew Luck out of retirement. True, true that, true that. But now, like, I just think that this, like, I like my dad said, like, there now he needs to win a Super Bowl. And I saw people say, well, there's pressure on him to actually deliver a Super Bowl. Now I'm like, bro, he plays for the Cowboys. There's always going to be pressure Every. to deliver a Super Bowl to Dallas like that. Even if he was playing for the minimum. Like they're going to have to. He was going. That pressure was going to be there for him. So you know, I, I think, like I said, good for them because I don't know where they were going to go next. They're a team that, granted, last year was terrible, but they suffered a ton of injuries on the offensive line. That got hurt. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, if everybody comes back healthy, and if they come back and fix that defense and make it better, um, I think they're a team that. I don't know if they win the East. Because I need to see what Washington does at quarterback. Washington has the defense. Now. They're one quarterback away from yeah. They're one quarterback away from yeah. From winning the division, you know. I don't know what's up with Philly. Can is Jalen Hurts the answer in Philly? I don't know. I don't think. Uh, I was uh I was thinking a couple of days ago because I saw the rumor that it was possible Deshaun Watson joined uh, JJ Watt in Arizona, and I thought to myself. If somehow Washington could end up with Kyler Murray, I think that would be a pretty nasty squad. Like if Watson ended up in Arizona and then Kyler had to find a place, like, oof. Yeah, and I think if – I mean, if they get – I feel like, too, with Washington, if they can find another receiver to go with McLaurin, mm-hmm. um, I feel like Logan Thomas was a, a serviceable tight end for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I can't think of the young man who I had on my fantasy team and dropped that running back who was pretty good, but um, yeah, I feel Antonio Gibson, they can get if they can get they got some nice starting blocks. And like I said, the defense, Chase Young, um, they got a nice and they they invested a lot of first round picks. Jonathan Allen, Chase Young. There's another uh first round pick on that on that defensive line. So they got a lot of talent on that on that side of the ball. So yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. Anything else you want to say about about Dak in this and getting this bread, man? Nah, man. Get your get your money. Man, get your shout out to being a legend at the bank, man. Hey, Dak, if you Ooh. never win a Super Bowl, my friend, salute. You are first ballot Hall of Fame legend at the bank. Like, yo, when you walk in, they hit you with the hello, Mr. Prescott. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When they walk up, you, they, don't walk, you don't walk in. They actually come out and get you at your car and pick you up and just <laughs> carry you into the bank. That's how it goes when you got that bread. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, cool, cool, cool. Anything else you oh, so we already established that. Y'all let us know what y'all think about that getting this bread, man. Hit us up Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Brains and Bars to, to voice your feelings on that getting this bread. What does this mean for the Cowboys? Um, can they reach a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott? Which I think they can 
um, because I think the East or the not only East, but the NFC is wide open right now. And I mean, let's be honest, they got Zeke, they got CD Lamb, they got I mean, they got you know pieces. Gallup, yep, they definitely got pieces. So like y'all let us know what y'all think. All right, cool. Um shoot, you want to go jump in the battle rap now? You got anything sports you want to hit first? Nah, I think I'm good. If anybody got any questions or anything they want to talk about, they can post it in the chat and we'll cut we'll touch back on it. But we can go to battle rap now. Bet, bet. Also, coming soon, like we can do it now, but I don't want to do it today. Coming soon, I'm going to start posting the link to have you guys, if you want to jump on, holler at us, you have questions, you want to be a part of the show, uh, maybe not next week, but maybe in a couple of weeks, we're going to post that. You guys can join in, come in, have a take, to quote Jim Rome, have a take, do not suck. Um, get your <laughs> bars off, and uh, you can be a part of the show. So, all right, cool. Let's jump in the battle rap then, man. You know, this was... Before we get to URL, let's start with you first, sir, because you've had you hey. know, interesting, uh, some interesting developments in, in your career here, right? So since last time we were on, ARP, RBE, A-Ward versus Ill Will, April 3rd, going down in Atlanta, man. Like, you know, we obviously, in the group chat, we've had lots of discussions, and you talked about, you know, you and ARP were having some discussions, and, it, you know, there were some names being thrown, aw- thrown around, and you hit us up like, yo. I actually missed the phone call. Like, I don't know if I was the first phone call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were the first phone call. And then Loso was the second, and then he missed it too. So I called Saga. And then Saga <laughs> answered. I was like, yo. <laughs> That's what's up. So Ill Will. So how does it feel like this is, I mean, the biggest match of your career, right? I mean, I, I don't shout, yeah. out, shout out to Ill Mac. I think Ill Mac previously was that, but this is now a, a step up because of just how dangerous ill will is right like he's one of the most well-rounded battlers on the face of the planet right now so your thoughts man on on take taking on ill will rbe april 3rd man yeah i think i mean you hit it on you hit it on the head man that's uh it's the biggest battle of my career um ill will on uh a stage in front of hundreds of people because it's in georgia and you know georgia's got very covid friendly if that makes sense um you know they're they're gonna allow people in a building you're going to have people on stage. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be someone who de- commands a stage, who is very good at commanding a stage and someone who finished as a top five battler, you know, in, in last year's ranking. So um, and on, you know, arguably, you know, one of the top three um, battle rap leagues in, in the world. So everything lines up, man, opponent, atmosphere, venue, league. You know, the one thing I caught flack for last year, we all know, was like beating certain people on certain leagues and not battling, not everything lining up. So, you know, this makes sense. Um, I think it's going to everybody knows this is the real main event. This is this is the main event for battle rappers. You know what I mean? Um, So, of course, Hitman Holla and Cassidy, uh, they're going to bring the eyes to the event. That's the main event on the on the card. Hitman Holla versus Cassidy. The eyes are going to be there. The celebrities are going to be watching. The pay-per-view sales are attached to their name. But for battle rappers, for the battle rap scene, for all the media, everybody knows this is the, I mean, this is this is the big joker. You know, this is the guarantee. Boom. You know, um, so at any point during the night, you know, if the event's not going good, yo, let's put a ward and ill will up because that's how it's going to be, you know. Um, so we started out talking about rosenberg raw who i'm still gonna smoke um in in in, in, the, in the future like that's hey he is not beneath me and he's he's definitely been talking running his mouth and stuff on champion um so we talked to that we talked about rosenberg raw um we went back and forth and then i'm kind of like you guys you know uh arp hit me up and said yo um i think we good can i send you a contract and i'm just like 
yeah, for who? And he was like, ill will. I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, uh, you know what? All right, cool. Yeah, let's do it. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't hesitate. I was like, yeah, let's go. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, you know, that's, it's, it's good. It's good. I'm coming off of, uh, two good battles, two good three round battles with Nestle on King of the Dot and Riggs on Wartown. Um, and then I'll have Ill Will as another three round battle. So all of this happening in the first three, four months of the year is just good momentum um, for the rest of the year. So um, I'm excited. It's definitely going to be my toughest battle to date. I think so. I, I definitely think so with, with what he brings to the table. So that's what's up. And you mentioned, you know, you had a couple of drops happening. Riggs versus a ward wartown battle league shout out to clone a dope yep. battle really good back and forth um enjoyed that john um and then um dang i just blanked on the other one that just dropped oh that's it, that's that's it. shout out to organic shout out to king of the dot um yeah. you know that was a, a nice back and forth shout out to the homie trent who said you know um nestle 30 you in entertainment value um uh, and and shout out to ness who's one of you know he's one of those guys that i personally like i was in person to see him battle uh, Rum Needy, which was a dope battle. So two dope dope battles back to back. And I feel like, you know, I feel like for you every year, the, your year always kind of starts off like this, right? Like it always kind of starts off yeah. very like a couple really dope battles that drop against some really good names and really good competition. We just got to keep that, keep that yeah. energy going to that middle part of the year. Cause I feel like you always end the year strong too. So it's just because these leagues get their, their income taxes back and then they book you for the first three months of the year. Then they run out of money and nobody's got plates. No, no, no. Uh, but yeah, I agree. I mean, last year we had uh, Danny Myers and then the Geechee Gotti and B dot um, and the Mac Myron. That was three in the first four, you know? Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so, uh, you know, I've already got uh, two other three round battle booked um that i think are on good leagues um one one really really good league and one you know reputable league um and so uh they're not announced yet but um so i'm excited about those as well so you know going into may i should have five three round battles already done against you know good competition names on good leagues and stuff so i'm excited that is what's up the homie jesse said any battles coming to kc for you when COVID lets up Yo, shout out to my guy Chapo. He hit me up about two weeks ago. You know, um, Chapo, if y'all don't know, is uh, one of the guys that um, owns the Connects KC, where you see me battle uh, Chef Trez and you see me battle Eli B and all of the other guys in, on the local scene. He asked me about May and June. Um, I told him I would love to. You know, Kansas City, Missouri is open back up. The riot rooms open back up. If you mm -hmm. watch me versus Chef Trez, I think that's a very dope uh, um, event space. You know, I like the feel of the Riot Room battles. I like the, the stage and the crowd and stuff. It's, it's really yeah. dope. So um, I told Chapo, I said, yeah, let's let's do it. You know, I always give him a really good price because it's the home league. And I told him, like, call Av, Nitty, and Big T. And, you know, let's see what we can do here in Kansas City because mm -hmm. I love – I want to bring those the, the way that Kansas City received Chef Trez, they loved him. Absolutely. And I know they will do the exact same for those three guys, and it will bring, you know, that battle rap to, to Kansas City. So hopefully we can get, you know, something like that done here for May, June. So all right. So this topic is is way overcovered and you address it a million times, but I want to shout out to A plus. Yeah. I want to make sure we we get we get your question here. He asked, Are you ever gonna make your URL debut. Actually, URL is debuting on a Wars YouTube channel. 
no. Uh, yes, I will. I, I firmly believe I will. Like if you had to say like on a scale of one to 10, what is your confidence in that you will battle on URL one day? I would tell you it's a nine. You know, I would tell you that it, I firmly believe I will. Everything with me, everything with me has always been about timing. Even jumping into battle rap has been about timing. And I think that's very important with the URL debut. So we've been in conversations, URL, great people, you know, um, and we've had some 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 swings and some misses. And, you know, we've had things locked in and things fall through. But, um, yeah, just uh, just watch my battles and enjoy them. And then that one day when you see uh, the, the flyer drop and the world goes crazy, uh, just know that it made sense. Pun intended. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So. Speaking of URL, they had a their version of All Star Weekend um, go down. Um, they had the Super Fight on Saturday, Kings versus Queens two on Sunday. So let's go ahead and jump into these battles, man, and, and kind of and just recap them. So we're gonna start from the bottom to the top. First battle was Danny Myers versus Kid Chaos, man. Um, a dope battle. I got a question. I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna let you get get your bars off of how you felt that battle went. I had it, Danny. 3-0. I went back and watched it back. I feel like Danny Kid Chaos kind of reminds me a little bit of Danny versus St. Mike. Like St. Mike was good in that battle. Chaos was better than St. Mike. So I want to I want to get that out there. But I think Danny showed levels. Um, and so I'm gonna I got a question I want to ask about Kid Chaos in particular, but I want you to give your your take on uh on, on that battle. Yeah, I had a I had a gentleman's 30 as well, but I I had it as it didn't have to be a gentleman's 30. I think that like Kid Chaos is very, very confident in his material and how he writes. And I think that that is maybe hindering him a little bit because we all live in this headspace as writers of I'm not dumbing it down. I'm not watering it down. I'm not making my stuff digestible. I don't want to be like these other guys. But there is there is a way to not compromise your pen and still communicate points, you know, effectively. And I think what it was when I watched Kid Chaos He's rapping really well. Everything's layered. It intertwines and stuff like that. But I think that there weren't big enough punches that it led up to. And every round, he lost me for about 45 seconds. And when you're battling somebody like Danny Myers, who is ow, 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 that 45 seconds is so key to you not winning that round. So he wrote incredibly. You know what I mean? And I just think that maybe if he was able to cut the filler build up a little bit to some bigger haymakers, you know, rather than just, you know, it's like electricity because currently the circuit you're on, ah, light, you know what I mean? Like I, I, like I said, he's incredible, but not everything has to be like that, if that makes sense. And I think that, you know, what you're finding is if you had to point out the most, the, the biggest kid chaos round of all time, what would it be? Hmm. Probably something in the Ultimate Madness, right? The default round. Oh, default, default. Okay, yeah, I was thinking some Ultimate when, Madness. <laughs> when he rapped like someone else. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's all I'm saying is like he doesn't have to like do. Obviously, he's not going to go into beat, but you have to understand, you know that that people will catch up. But like this is not that loaded Lux era where we don't care. It's it's the Lux we remember. We're going to listen to him rap. You know. It's, you have to find ways to, to kind of, you know, do that. So I had, I had Danny Myers winning 3-0, um, Gentleman's 30, but like you said, Chaos did really well. Yeah, and I mean, I think you hit on a major point that that I was going to make. I don't, and, I, and when, when I say this, I'm not saying this as a diss, so please, no, no one take this as a diss, because I come from a spoken word world, 
right? But for me, when I watch Chaos, sometimes when he goes into kind of that, um, I'm trying to think what was one of those ones where he did that kind of like the, you know, what's up with me bar. Like he's like, you've been watching my progress. You've seen the marks I've been making. Like he has all of that. It reminds me of a spoken word artist because spoken word artists, they have that space to do that where you can bring out, you can talk, do all those things to say, Hey, you're not on my level, right? Like mm -hmm. you can do all of that. But then when you contrast it with a guy like Danny, who goes, he does the, the sandwich scheme, right? Then he goes, Arsenal did this. Lux brought this. Now I brought, I did that sandwich scheme to ask, what do you bring to the table? Right. And like, it's like you said, when it's back to back like that and you're being yeah. drawn out. And if, like you said, if that punch is not hitting at the end of that, then we're just sitting there like, okay, what's next? And guys that are layered in like scheme, like the minute a puncher goes and does a scheme that hits, it neutralizes you because then he goes back to just punching your head off. You know what yeah. I mean? And now it's like, hey, yo, if I wanted to do that, you know, um, you know, I think about like when I hit D DNA, you know, with the wheel air up, spare, you know, show you a flat round or whatever. Like if I want to do that, I could do that, but I'm not just going to do that, you know. And so I just think I think Kid Chaos is an incredible talent. I actually hope that him pairing with Arsenal for double impact. Arsenal brings some personality and some just like directness and different things out of him that maybe he hasn't like experienced with. And I hope that 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 really like, you know, kind of motivates him in the future and is, is around. So, yep, 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 yep. All right. So um, let's go ahead and jump into the next one. Shout out to Kid Chaos. Though. I do think you're dope. Um, Definitely. And Danny, I mean, Danny is Danny. Um, you know, like Danny, I, I'm trying to think that was another one. The State of Chaos, um, Joan, it was another one he had. And I was just like, bro, come on. Come yeah. on, Danny. But anyway. Uh, B dot versus shotgun should. All right. So I'm going to start on this one. I'm, I'm going to start on this. So B dot versus shotgun should. I feel like this is the, this is, I call it the curse of high expectation and the gift of none. And exactly. I coined that phrase back when Loso faced none, none. Right. And our ex, the gift of high expectation, the curse of none, because None none was dope. Like, I don't want to sit here and act like none none wasn't dope, but people thought Loso was going to smoke none none. Right. When it didn't happen, the battle then becomes graded on the curve. Mm -hmm. And I think the same thing is happening to Shotgun Shook. First, let me say, Shotgun Shook had one of my favorite bars on the weekend. I said this on social media. The Bedpan African bar was one of the two bars. One of the ones. It stuck with me. Uh, it was one of my bars of the weekend. Shotgun Shug was motivated, a little choppy at times, but for the most part, he got through his material and it was dope. And it was one of the best Shugs we've seen in a minute, right? However, B dot two one, maybe three oh. What are we doing, bro? Like we not we not doing this. We not doing this just because Shug beat your expectations does not mean he beat B dot. B dot got that clear. It was three fire rounds. B dot doing what B dot does. Dope angling. But again, shout out to Shug. It was a really good Shug. And like you put on Twitter, I if this is what happens when he gets someone that he asked for and that he that he wants to battle, then all 2021, I only want to see Shug battle opponents that he's asked for. Don't give him no other plates. I don't want to see him versus, and I'm just throwing names out here, right? I don't want to see him versus Prep. I don't want to yeah. see him versus Ryder. If he ain't asking for him, don't send for him. All right. Yeah. What do you think? No, I, I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself. So, uh, yeah, but I, I, 
it's it's frustrating because it's like watching a team score like 90 points a game and then one day they win like 72 to 68 and you're like yo that was you know that was a boring win that wasn't you know what i mean like and it's like you're so used to be dot um you know just angling and taking off on his opponent and i did think it was an underwhelming b dot i thought he was good mm-hmm. but compared to comparing him to his previous performances. And that's the, that's the curse part of it. It's like, yo, we're not comparing him to previous performances, compare him to Suge, you know? Yep. And like you said, Suge came and Suge showed that he, I mean, he wanted that battle. You know what I mean? Suge wanted that battle. He wanted to prove with the pins. He wanted to, you know, his stock has been like, he's been the gatekeeper. He's battling nun nuns and battling Jerry West and, uh, you know, young cannons and stuff like that. And, um, like that's that's what he was trying to prove. So um I think it was uh two one. I had B dot two one. Um and I think you know Suge ended around early. Um and I think that I think his angle about the gangs and everything that he did against B dot was good. Um it wasn't great. Like I, I didn't I didn't get, you know, a certain feel. Um um but yeah I had I had B dot two one and um I, I see B dot, you know, going around saying he won, he thirtyed him or whatever. I think when it drops on the app, you'll see that B dot gets the win as well. Um, I don't know what what I don't know what it was on caffeine. I don't remember. Did they have Suge? Oh, hmm. That's a great question. I think they might have had Suge two one on caffeine. I think you know what? Let me see if I can find that because I think Let's Talk Battle Rap might have had that information shout out to friends and ccls talk battle rap but i think they had sure. that information yeah. I just see if I i'm find sure it. they do they could probably tell you at you know what because i remember it's a tweet of them posting um that b dot his, his record improved to something on the caffeine fan vote so yeah yeah b dot b dot did get that Shout out to my guy JC in the chat, the real JC man. Uh, y'all, y'all, y'all tap into the real JC. He battled Avocado on uh, Ruin Your Day. Go, 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 Google that battle and check him out, yo. That's my guy. So I'm gonna post this question here. It's from Aaron Joyner, and he asked, "Do you think votes on caffeine or the app matters?" Unfortunately, yes, they do. You know, because um, mm. the minute that they happen, let's talk battle rap. Post a picture of it. Then everybody else posts a picture of it, and they go in and say, "Oh, the, the guys won three two, or the girls won three two. And all they do is paint narratives of wins and losses immediately. They literally have they li- they literally have cornered all of the URL battlers into doing judged battles every battle without asking them if it was okay. Mm. When you ask me to do a judge battle, my price goes up. So, <laughs> so you know, if I'm if I'm taking a risk of 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 some judges of certain group of people telling me I lost a battle in a subjective sport, you know what I mean? Like yeah. my price goes up. Yeah, I need I need this much money, you know, in, in case you go you don't have competent people to judge my battles. So, um, and 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 when it comes to the the fans voting, like it's oftentimes it's popularity contest. You know, uh, sometimes it is. Sometimes it's the gift of you know no expectations. You know what I mean? So it's it's very difficult uh, in battle rap to have, you know, a judging system. But um, I do think they matter because, like I said, narratives painted. Um, Jay the Nightwing is undefeated on the app right now. You know, <laughs> um, somebody like Averb has zero wins on the app right now. Yeah. Um, and so it, it's just uh, it, they definitely matter. Um, uh, I think behind the scenes, 
in negotiations between maybe Smack Beasley and their battle rappers, they don't matter as much. Um, you know, I think I think a guy like Loso, you know, losing to Nun Nun, he's not getting a negotiation. They're like, well, you took an L to Nun Nun. You know what I mean? Like he still knows his value. They're still, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, good question. Good question. All right, cool, cool. Let's jump into the next battle. Uh, Rum Nitty. Hold on, Aaron. I'm gonna hit that question in just a second. Rum Nitty versus uh Holmesy. Holmesy the God or uh Homie the Gizzard as Holmesy. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to do this one because I need I caught bits and pieces of this battle. So so I, I need to finish watching the battle. Um, because in the moment, I thought Rum Nitty won two one. I thought Rum Nitty got the second. Got the first two rounds. I thought that Holmes, I thought that in the third, while Nitty, Nitty's punches are always creative. They're always fire. But I felt like in that third, he was not as direct as Holmesy was. Well, Holmesy had the, you know, um, you don't have a million view battle. I, I've seen some people kind of critique that and say, well, neither do you. <laughs> yeah. So, so how do you how are you gonna come at Nitty about not having, you know, these million view battles or whatnot? I did but that with Sharon. So I know that I know, you know, the dynamic. I did that in the third round against Sharon, where I talked about that, you know, he's like he, he doesn't have a top 30 battle in views on King of the Dot. And he's supposed to be the King of the Dot guy. So I know I know when I was writing it, I was like, man, I have to communicate this in a way that, that it, it kind of attacks him, but doesn't in turn look like, yeah, OK, Ward, you average 100,000. Shut up. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I thought Holmesy was dope. I thought he was really good. Now, my fear is, is when I go back and watch this, that I'm going to be like, man, what am I thinking? Nitty 30. Now, granted, Nitty's my favorite battle rapper in the world, non-horseman division. He's my favorite battle rapper in the world. And I don't, I don't know. But like I said, I got through the first round on the playback and Nitty got the first clear. I mean, he's just the punches are just crazy. Um, but I will say this about Holmesy. And I and I wish that Loso was here so I could get his response to this. But back in 2018, I believe, Survivor Series DMV, Holmesy was taking on Big Cannon. Shout out to Big Cannon. He should have got champion of the night that night instead of uh, clean paper. But I digress. <laughs> Big Cannon did not go to the faceoff. So Holmesy was sitting there. Loso was in the building. Holmesy sat down and, you know, tried to say that, you know, Loso couldn't mess with him. And Loso in the most respectful disrespectful way told him you're not worth my time <laughs> long story short he's still oh, not i don't know i don't i'm not saying it has to be the next battle i'm saying that Holmesy has leveled up enough he's in my opinion he's done enough to merit a battle at See, least i was getting ready to ask you the opposite thing because now, I have nothing against Holmesy. I think I, yeah. there's been rounds that I think that are very good. His material for Saga, I loved. Um, I, I have nothing against Holmesy. But since he's been put on caffeine, I don't know that he's clearly won a round. I think B-Dot 30'd him. I mean, I say caffeine, my bad. Uh, just, the, you know, the B-Dot. And then I think Rum Nitty, what you're saying is you could probably argue that Rum Nitty won every round. You could. So I ask you, like, is Holmesy by just um, competing with these two guys? Is he securing his place as someone that will continue to get the caffeine looks on the super fight cards, the anniversary cards, or or is he 
kind of coming back down to where he'll be on some non-caffeine battles and maybe like in an Ultimate Madness 3 or something to that extent, you know? Um, I, 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 I haven't seen anything from Holmesy since maybe the Saga battle that I was like, wow. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. against Danny, he he had a, actually he had a good round. I think Danny was right after Saga. A good, uh, and then the obviously with Bill Collector that was not you know I didn't that was that battle was not worthwhile. So it it went Saga, Ek, then Danny. Danny was the final four. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I ask you know I mean do you think that he's done enough or he's keeping his his um his stock high enough to stay in the position to where he's getting those types of looks? So you might say, yeah, he could battle Loso off off caffeine, you know, maybe in one of the, you know, the other, the other. But I just don't know if right now, I mean, Loso is. Yeah. Okay, I I hear you. I hear you. so <laughs> he went all the way off the screen just to prove the point. All the way. Listen, I'll say this. I think so. The B dot battle. First of all, I give him respect for even taking that battle because he was coming off of was that Summer Madness? Is that Summer Madness or no? Whichever one he battled Bill Collector on? Yeah, I think that's uh I think that's known. That might be known. I can't remember. No, it's uh, Summer Madness. It's it was Summer, Summer Madness, Madness, yeah. So you gotta think he had went through the Ultimate Madness tournament and then he came back what another what maybe a month later to battle B Dot mm -hmm. on that super fight card. So I could say he probably wasn't at a hundred percent, right? Because you've been you you had five battles in maybe two months' time, maybe three months' time. I, I can't remember the time frame. He comes to B dot battle uh T top on that same card. No, B dot battle T top on the anniversary. No, that was that was also Summer Madness. I think B dot uh hold on, let's find out because I think B dot had a real quick turnaround with when he battled uh Holmesy. True, but again, it's still not five battles in two months' time, though. Okay, gotcha. You, got you. You. Like, like it's just it's not that. Uh, and it was Summer Madness, it was Summer Madness 10, so they were on the same card together. So it's still not the same turnaround when you've been using all these bars against Saga, EK, Danny Myers, Bill Collector. Now you're battling one of the best battlers who who beat. We're talking about B Dot Champion of the Year, top three B Dot at this point, right? Um, and then you know again against Rum Nitty, he's Rum Nitty. Like it's not like he 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 struggled. And never mind, I'm not gonna mention names because then if somebody hears it, somebody's gonna get him upset. But it's not like he's battling some mid-tier guy and it's just like yeah. he's, he's barely keeping up or he's edging the battle. Like, again, I think on playback, it's probably going to get nasty for Holmesy. Like I had, like I said, I just got through the first round. I didn't get through the rest of the battle. But I think he was entertaining. I think the approaches that he took, while, again, they are worthy of critique, I think they were pretty good. I think they were pretty That's good. Cool. So again, you he's piqued my interest in a Loso battle. I'm not saying that, hey, Loso, you got to see Holmesy. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying he's piqued my interest in terms of watching that battle. But, all right, y'all let us know what y'all think. We got some questions that I'm going to hit at a certain time. There's a question about Loso in particular in Holmesy that I'm going to ask when we get to Loso versus Vixen. All right, so the main event from that night might be real sick. I'm going to say it now. I said it once. I said it again. It's a classic. It's an instant classic. I know it when I see it. I don't call everything classic. It's a fire battle. I've already watched it back. I'm going to watch it back again. When it drops on the app, I'm going to watch it a few more times. It's one of those. So to me, a really good battle, I don't care who wins. And the first time I watched it, 
I didn't watch. I mean, watching it live, I didn't score. I wasn't trying to memorize bars or catch. I was just enjoying being in the moment mm-hmm. and watching two MCs at the top of their game battle each other. I watched it back. And after the watch back, I gave it the sick 2-1. You right. talk me into Mike P getting the second and the third when I watch it the next time. That's how good the battle was. But please, people, please hear me. This is a classic. Give these men their flowers. I You, you got patterns that rhyme. I got patterns that's mine. Are you serious? Are you, bro? What did what did he say? Call of Duty is the only time you can kill people who look like me. Mm-hmm. My religion says I can carry weapons. What makes you think I won't do the man? I won't do the same to your temp- temple. Come on, bro! Crazy, crazy. Go ahead and take it away because I can keep going. I can keep going. Yeah, no, uh, bro, like. I look at the the very very fine the fine things in in like trying to pick a winner of a battle like this. It's almost not fair to even try to pick a winner, you know. Um, in battle rap, it's tough, you know. Like I just battle rigs, and it's like promoting myself as the winner is 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 making rigs feel like I'm saying something negative about him. You can't say anything negative about these two guys, you know. Um, what I'll say is my personal opinion. I I thought. Real sick spoke on his wife that situation a little too much for my liking. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have been okay with just like hitting on it, you know, with maybe one big punch or whatever. Um, but I thought he brought it. He brought it up in a couple rounds, um, and he had a, a, a couple too much. And then the the you have patterns that rhyme. I have patterns that's mine. And then on the heels of real sick going into the cadence that Mike P used against daylight with the light edit, the right edit, you know, like, like sick tries to mimic that cadence to use it against Mike P. So not only is it a haymaker of a bar, then sick goes into a cadence, like, you know, and it's just, nobody raps like Mike P, you know, like even just the, like, you know, well, I forget what he said. Ain't it well off you would be rookie. One thing, I smack the training wheels off. You know, like like the way he sets the stuff up and the way he goes, bro. He's just he's incredible. You know, um, so uh, you know, I I had it one one going into the third. So I I really did. You know, live. Um, but like you said, like it's really just it's disrespectful to even pick a winner. Um, real sick is incredible. Uh, he's a star. Um, I love how he used the I stand with farmers piece, but he tied it into his opponent instead of like throwing away his third and the way that it came full circle and said, like, you know, like, you know, I'm trying to get them. You're trying to get acceptance from this culture the validation. Like it was it was just a fire bar. So, yeah, man, um, I slightly edged Mike to one if I had to pick a winner, but it's it's really not. There's they both won. I hate yeah. to say that. And that's the mark of a great battle when like when you don't care who win, like. Again, I had to watch it back because I knew we were doing this show and I had to give an opinion on it. But that's one of those battles when it drops on the app. I think I did this for B Dot and Saga. I ne- like so normally I use the reaction horn to tally who wins, right? Stuff mm-hmm. I like, good rhyme patterns, good punches, rebuttals, so on and so forth. But like a battle that is great to me, like I never scored. I just watch it for enjoyment, just for the for the love of the art and the performance of the two MCs who are putting on. And again, hey, gentlemen, bravo. I appreciate y'all. Salute. That was an incredible battle. It's a classic. And you yeah, can't yeah. tell me different. I know it when I see it. 
right, cool. So let's jump into Kings versus Queens 2. Um, went down on Sunday during the All-Star game. Um, and again, I, I was able to I don't know. Actually, I watched more of this than I watched the All-Star game, especially mm-hmm, once I saw the second quarter, that team LeBron, which that squad was filthy. Like, listen, GM LeBron. It was not fair. <laughs> GM, when I saw the starting five, like, I don't know if you saw Giannis. Giannis now, was Simmons and Embiid both on Durant? Uh, I had to go back and look. I don't Yeah. I had to go back and look. Okay. But, Giannis was being interviewed, and they say so. Here's th- so they tell him the starting five. So they say, yeah, the starting five is you, Steph, uh, Luca, LeBron. I'm telling who am I missing? Who's the fifth guy? Luca, LeBron, Steph. Ah, no, 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 no. It wasn't Brad. It's like somebody crazy. Steph, Luca, LeBron, Giannis. No, hold up. I got to look this up and get this right. But yeah, so like, but they tell him, yo, this is your starting five. He goes, really? He goes, oh, it's over. It's over. Like that. That's all. like the squad. The squad was just crazy. I mean, so yeah. So I mean, I like I said, I watched more Kings versus Queens than that than that particular battle, um, or that particular game. So let's jump into a JC versus First Lady Flames. I I mean, JC left Earth, man. Like and and again, this was not Flames was dope. Like, first of all, it cracks me up how much they sound alike. Like, literal, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. literal tone and pitch. Like, if you close your eyes, you're like, okay, JC sounds a little different. Yeah. What, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Flames is fire. I first heard of Flames. Got put on to her when she battled Coffee, um, which that's mm-hmm. a dope battle. Um, And she's, her pen is really nice. But JC, he, like you talked about, oh, wow, I, like I got a pit stain. and. <laughs> <laughs> commercial. Time for the commercial. <laughs> he left Earth. He went Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, what your thoughts on that battle? Uh, I mean, it, it started to me like the same way that uh, Superfight started a, th- a thirty, a gentleman's thirty with against somebody who you know that that put up a formidable, uh, well, formidable opponent that put up a fight. Um, but I, I seen a tweet and I I I agree with it. Like Loso had round of the weekend. JC's first round for Lady Flames was was a second was second. It, it literally he came out, and that's what you have to do. You have to show separation. If you don't show that separation, you will lose to the queens. I promise you. Like it, it will happen. I had T Top beating Coffee. The app has Coffee beating T Top because it's close. You know, uh, yeah. Tay Rock and Official. I didn't see. I didn't see that. Um, you know, but from what I gather is that Official's winning on the app because. You have to come out in the first, second round, hit them in the mouth, metaphorically, you know, and just, you know, take off on them and show that I didn't come here to play with you, you know? Um, and so that's what JC and Loso both did. Um, and I, I, I think that JC, you know, like you said, Flames was really dope. Um, and, and she had some good stuff. There was point in times where <laughs> JC's pushing her across the building and smacking her and stuff like that. And I'm just like, yo, this is hilarious. How you know? Because he he really respected her material. Um, but uh, but yeah, she, but JC was just on a he was on another level. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Shout out to JC Do- and shout out to Flames too. Really dope performance. Mm-hmm. All yep. right, so you just mentioned it. Round of the weekend. Jay, I mean, Loso versus Vixen the Assassin. Round of the year, as of right now. It's going to, it's going, oh, that, that's stamped. Like, that's, certi- that's certified going to be a, a contender for round of the year. 
Yeah. Um, moment of the year is going to be in the contention for that as well. Um, first from Low Souls, really dope. He's applying pressure. Vixen tries to come out in the second and rebuttal, and it and it it throws her off a little bit. And re- re- props for her to for getting it back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That second round happens. Then the second round. So there are a few moments of watching battle rap for me when I have like for real long. Like I've just like I you know how Tay Rock can hit that really high octave when he's laughing. Like when he really likes a bar. For you, when you say to uh Colossus and you point to Marino, Marino never wins when it matters. All yep, my lunch break, I'm in my right now. Lag lag oh, game is strong right now. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. It's cool though. I can oh, hear you I'm fine. But you, but you, but you, I can hear you fine, but the visual, the visual is uh yeah, yeah, you're starting out like Vixen's uh, Vixen's first round. Oh no! So we, we need oh. you to get it back. We need you to get it back. <laughs> All right. So I'm, I'm a. I'll say this. I heard low so second. I was pulling up to pick up some food, and all when I hear that second round, I'm in my car yelling, losing my mind, and I cannot believe this round. This round is unbelievable. She talked to Swave, Mad, talked to Pat, nice. Talked to Jay, Blacks, talked to Smack. I have watched that round. I'm ashamed at how often I've watched that round since it dropped. Like I, I should, I should be ashamed of myself. Your, your take on the battle? No, this just bars and moments and different things. I'm not even a big Jack Boy main fan, but I'll tell you what, this much. I spent two weeks walking around. He heard about it and he heard pow in the back of his mouth, like the, you know, like things like. Like moments and bars like that, they hit you a certain way. And the same thing is with this second round. You know, obviously, uh, Loso's my sparring partner. That's my bro, you know. So I knew, I heard the rounds before, you know, he was going into it. They were supposed to battle, and then the COVID issue happened or whatever. And he did not alter and did not change anything in his first two rounds. He knew that his first two rounds were locked. He'd been on that. Like, that's why he's walking around smiling in the face off. He don't... The dude was sitting on a missile ready to just unleash it, you know, and there was nothing that she could do with them first two rounds, um, you know. And so uh, that I'm just so glad that as a as an artist, like you're thinking in your head, like I, I have this haymaker, I have this punch, I have this moment in my battle. Just enunciate all the words, get it out. You know what I mean? If I if I slip up on any word, please don't let it be that moment. You know what I mean? And I'm just so glad that, you know, he showed how uh, just lethal he is from the camera work to the delivery to the cake. I mean, he just he just really got the bar off. And it it did. I would say I would say the conversations we had before, like, yo, this is about to shake the freaking building. You know what I mean? And it did that times times 10. You know, it, it, it really came off a, a lot better. And that 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 first round he came out crazy rattled her she tries to rebuttal and in that second round it it was one of them ones where it's like nobody was saying like all right one one going into the third everybody was saying like oh my she might get bodied like you know and so uh yeah you know shout out to vixen though like she's a professional she she does very well she you know she's a, a a talented writer a talented performer um but it's just a case of what i said just a minute ago is like yo loso came out and showed separation 
in, in all aspects, you know, rapping, angles, punching, all that stuff. All right. So I want to ask you this question. And am I how am I looking? Am I still in a bad place? Yeah, you still a little look like one of the Picasso pictures. It's like, you know, the, a little fuzzy. You, you guys. Yeah, you, you're a little fuzzy. All right. So I'm going to I'm going to post this question. Go listen, everybody. Don't watch this on YouTube. Go to the podcast. <laughs> Go listen <laughs> to the audio version. All right. So Aaron Joyner asked a question. What's a better win for Loso, Holmesy or Vixen? Now, no disrespect to Holmesy. None at all. None. Vixen. And Easy. it's not close. It is clear. Nope. It is clear. Holmesy is nice. Vixen has, I mean, she's the woman of the year. She mm-hmm. was predicted to win this battle. I think if you put yeah. Holmesy versus Loso, Loso's going to be the favorite. He was mm-hmm. the underdog coming into this battle. Um, and so beating the woman of the year who, you know, was almost in the top 20. I mean, there was a huge argument to put her in the top 20. It's it's her. Like, it, there's there's no other discussion about it. Like, that's in the story. You, yeah. you want to follow it up anything? No. Um, yeah. That, no, no disrespect to Holmesy, but the, the trajectory Vixen's career was at. It was it was like wild to me how many people had Vixen beating Loso clearly. Like Loso did not just come off of thirtying Emerson Kennedy. Who did who else did he battle? Uh Callie Smooth. Callie Smooth. Well, there, there was another URL battle, wasn't there? Or was it just Emerson Kennedy Rida? after none? So after okay. none, Ryder. Ryder and Emerson Kennedy. Like in my opinion, he thirty both of them. He, in my opinion, he 30 JC as well. So outside of the none none battle, like we're talking about three of his last four URL opponents, I felt like that he arguably he won clearly and 30, you know, 30 them. Um, Ryder, I think I there's one round where Ryder got crazy. Um, and I think it might be a close round. But um, but yeah, uh I, it was wild to me that people were just kind of like, you know, and it was it was solely off um off the dna battle i mean what what she did to dna and how good dna has been lately um but yeah man uh the vixen battle is just it's, it's a much better win um and Loso's already announced that he's got chess coming up which is a, a crazy battle a fire fire battle but personally like if if you know i don't know what when that battle is or what happens in that battle but like to me loso could sit out and be on summer madness or no like he could literally just you know sit out and say yo no I need, you know, T-Top on Gnome, or I need, you know, somebody, you know, so. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, so let's keep it moving. Um, next battle, how am I looking? Am I getting any better? Oh, yeah, you're good now. All right, sweet, sweet, sweet. And I'm, I'm about to call Google Fiber and say, what's up, man? What's up? Y'all promised me the best Wi-Fi in the game. They're going to say, don't lift your arms up on cam no more. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! All right, next battle on the card. So we just did JC Low. So coffee. Averb. Oh no, coffee tea top. Oh boy, I feel like we should do the Averb. But now just get out the way. Um, coffee tea top. Yo, I got shout out to coffee. You know, I mean, obviously there was a lot of you know controversy surrounding her name of you know what happened with you and not battling and the back and forth. Um, and I thought that T top because T top is one of the better one of the best anglers in the game. I thought that he was, I thought he would go to that more and be more effective with it. Um, But I think that coffee got this. I think this is one of the times where I feel like the caffeine vote got it wrong. I did not disagree with the caffeine vote much this, that week, this past weekend, but I thought they got this wrong. I thought coffee edged um, the second and the third. 
Um, and I thought she got it two one. What do you think? Ah, uh, man, this is this is where I get you know crucified. You know, like I just listen. Like I I think coffee had good material. I just can't get past the delivery side of it. Everybody keeps saying they love her energy and I'm okay with that too. Mm-hmm. But like, I, it is, I don't enjoy listening to coffee rap because the delivery to me and the cadence, it's just not fluid. It's just not mm-hmm. the, I mean, I said it when I was battling her, like the syllables don't match perfectly. It's not, it's not, it doesn't come off, you know? And, that's that's one of the things where when I'm watching it, like you could be saying the most fire material and like people like Miss Hustle. It's not as prep like it's not as prevalent in those in no in her delivery, you know, but in coffee's delivery, you know, like she had a bar that I thought was fire. She said amateur golf. I'm swinging on T misses, you know, or whatever. So she's like, you know, amateur golf. I'm swinging on T misses. I think it's a fire bar. But like. As I'm saying it, it sounds good. When I listen to her say it, the delivery and the everything is just not. So, like, I, I know that I'm being, I'm scrutinizing, I'm being, you know, way too picky or whatever. So, but for my personal enjoyment, I had T-Top. What's up, Ethan? What's up, bro? I had T-Top edging the battle, um, and I had him winning 2-1. Um, what I will say is, I don't know if the angles were fake or not. You know, I think I saw Coffee say he had to bring up three fake angles and, you know, if he if he made up three fake angles, that's I mean, I don't expect that from T-Top. You had real angles, you know what I mean, yeah. that you could really hammer down. Um, so but yeah, I just uh, I don't know. Hey, JC, hey, somebody give me that top tier beat. Somebody hey, let's go, beat. JC, put that back up. <laughs> <laughs> My guy. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. Um, yeah, yeah, dope battle, dope battle. All right. Um, let's get into it. A verb. Let's hustle 3-0. Man, li- listen, as someone, I'm a, I'm a Midwest transplant, but I'm someone who's a fan of A verb and I rock with A verb heavy. Me too. Bruh, that it that wasn't it. That wasn't it. Like, I don't like I feel like if you if you want to know if you want to get an idea of Averb's rounds for Miss Hustle, basically go listen to some records from I don't have a heart. Go listen to some records from Bliss and go and listen to about five of his rants on women on on his Instagram, and you got his rounds. That's that's that about sums it up. Um, I know he said that he doesn't have he doesn't feel like he has the hunger anymore, and if that's the case, I hope he takes some time off. And if he doesn't feel like he has the hunger anymore, just retire. Like, you've done enough. But to me, you cannot keep having performances like this after battling Mook and Lux. Because I know I wasn't, so I'm not, I don't have a battle rap lifespan. Shout out to T-Rex. I don't have a battle rap lifespan. I haven't been around as long as you have or others. So I missed the pay verb era. But to me, you can, the pay verb era becomes a blip on your legacy because you ended up getting Mook and Lux and arguably winning those battles. Having these kind of performances after battling that level of competition, these Mount Rushmore guys, these guys who in the com- who were in the conversation for GOAT, having those types of rounds and battles, all it does is just really dilute and hurt your legacy. So Miss yeah. Hustle 3-0. Miss Hustle was dope. I enjoyed Miss Hustle's rounds. You know, bump show. I don't need a showtime. I cut cable. Shout out to Miss Hustle. Ooh. Man, man. Um, so 
Anything else you want to say about that? We can jump into uh, the final you battle. Know, I, I knew that was going to happen. I don't know what people expected, you know, putting him on Kings versus Queens. I knew that he was literally just going to double down. I mean, you know, that's the brand and that's the, the that his his Instagram lives are super popular. Like people are going there just to hear him, you know, talk about women that way, you know. And so for his brand, like if anybody didn't think he was going to go in there and do that, you know, I, he could have wrapped better. He could have angled it better or whatever, rather than just going in there on his swamp tip and just like highly disrespecting the female, like, you know, I, and just getting 30. But like, yeah, he just, he was on some poetry stuff too, man. He was on some, you know, and it just kind of was like, yeah, man. And I, I love verb. I love the verb, the battle move, the verb, the battle twerk. I, I like watching a verb rap and I like watching him, you know, when he's, when he's wants a battle and then, yeah, that just, that wasn't it, man. Yeah. 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 And I think I feel like had he taken that that approach that he has, like he has on his Instagram and tailored it for Miss Hustle a little bit more and been more direct with it, then maybe he still gets around. I still think he loses. Um, but yeah. I think he might at least get around. But yeah, just ah, verb, verb. Like you, you're a legend. You're a legend. You're one of the greats. But take some time off and decide if you still want to keep doing this, bro, because you have yeah. nothing to prove. I think Steph Curry's what is what was the quote Steph said? Um, I have a lot left that I want to accomplish, but I don't have anything else left to prove. Yeah. And, and, you know, you don't have anything else to prove to anybody. You've done your you've done your, your work. You ran your race. And if this is it for you, I would rather you stop now than continue to come out and and get 30. Um, all right. Tay Rock versus official. I didn't catch this one, so that's uh, this one's gonna be on you. Oh, man, so Tay Rock versus Official. I got official two one second and third. Um, I thought um, Official had uh, some OBC here and there, but I think she had some dope punches in there. And then, I mean, I'm pretty sure you heard about Rockstar at least. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Oh I yeah. Mean, so there's been a lot of back and forth. Doing it for a whole round was OD. Like that was that was too much. I found it was it had points where it was funny. Like, I'm not going to sit here and act like I didn't laugh at certain points throughout the entirety of it. But had he spent like maybe eight to 16 bars, maybe 24 doing it, and then he spends the rest of his round being bringing out the guns. I know he said he wasn't going to bring out any gun bars for that round, but but bro, you can't put the guns down to try to have a roasting session, bro. Like, and like I said, sup, I think shout out to Tony, bro, shout out to Black Compass. I think that he summed it up perfectly. He said that hilariously, hilarious, yes uh awful yes should he have done it for a whole round no like yeah 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 so i got i had i mean i got official two one i think tay rock was really good in that first i think he got that first round and i think official had some fire i had to go back and watch it i can't remember yeah i seen one tweet that said crack rock in the jaw like the cops coming or something like that i was like Woo! yeah that's crazy that's you know she had some yeah. heat for him man so i mean i had tay rock um i mean i had official two one um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know everybody's um, um, how they spar or how they like if they call people. You know, I mean, not not everybody's the same. Some some people like I think Loso told me that nobody heard a verbs rounds. You know, like he doesn't he doesn't go there and spar with people outside and you know go over stuff or whatever. You know, and I don't know if Tay Rock uh, wraps his rounds to to people, but if anybody heard that like a week before, and he had that like that, that third done like that, like if you didn't tell him, hey, bro, like. <laughs> not the whole round like that like you're a bad friend <laughs> you're a bad friend 
Fam. All right. So that's it for that. We got one last question that I didn't get to because it didn't fit into in terms of uh, uh the discussion. So I want to get this in. We're gonna get out of here. So this is from JC. He asked you, what's your main process when writing your rounds? And he says he wants to he said he'll smoke you too, by the way. Yo, my guy JC, man. My guy JC. Uh hey, yo, I'm gonna call you this week, JC. I promise, man. We'll talk some talk some battle rap or whatever. Um, my main process in writing my rounds. Um I uh I don't know if there's really like a, a method to it or not. Like I just said earlier, like um I don't know if I said it on live or whatever, but I woke up at five o'clock this morning um and couldn't go back to sleep and literally wrote a round of material for one of my battles. Uh not the ill will battle, but like it just it starts clicking, I start writing. That's how it works, you know. Um I decide if it's fire, if it's not fire, I put it to the side and you know, um that's just kind of the process. I I I identify angles. I try to decide on which round certain angles go in. I have I, I identify our angles or ideas worth 16 bars or full rounds, like that type of material. Uh, when I battled Ilmac, I was going with the alcoholic angle, and I said this is a this is a, a third round, the whole round type angle. Um, you know, when I I've done battles in the past where I've I've started out with angles and 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 dropped them and then got back to the punches. You know, um, so there's really not a method to it, um, but I'll say this much. I'm very comfortable four weeks, a little bit, about four weeks to, to five weeks out of the battle for like a big battle, like a nil will battle. Um, I try to write around a week and then the last week memorization tightened up and, you know, work on the performance aspect of it. So that's that's what I'm comfortable with as a battler. Um, I do take battles on two weeks notice and do and I'm still able to you know perform and do and do well. But uh, a battle like the stature of ill will, I like to have a month. And I like to really just hone in and um, and write my rounds uh, accordingly. So, but y'all appreciate everyone who's rock with us on nice. all of our platforms. James Harden ready to go. Um, please remember you can check out every episode of the podcast by going to the podcast app of your choice, searching mm -hmm. for brains and bars. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Same thing for YouTube. Go and run them views up. Subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. It's them boys again. Um, remember, you can also follow us on IG, Twitter, and Facebook by searching that brains and bars. I am A War for everything A War related. A War versus Ill Will going down. Max April out. Third. Brick by brick. Shout out to RBE, um, ARP, Lauren. Shout out to the whole crew over there. Um, shout out to Loso. Kings versus Queens is on the URL app. Go and get that. First of all, let me also shout out King of the Dot for dropping your battle versus Nestle. Um, EverythingLoso.com for everything Loso related. Until next time, it's been a black and white thing, man. We'll holler at y'all next week. Y'all be easy. Deuces. Yup. Yeah.